start clout. Groovy, what's going on? How is everybody? I'm Akira the Don. This is Don Studios. It is a beautiful day to be alive. It is a Wednesday in June in Los Angeles. And this is Ask Akira. This is Ask Akira, wherein I answer questions from you, which is like a public service thing. And you know, because like I don't have time to be on the SourceWave stream as much as I was last month, so what I'm gonna do is this in a regular thing, so we make sure we have time together. Because it's important that you and I have time together. What up everybody locked in? What up Brutally Tops twenty seven says hey yo what up Akira? What up Gadiel Ramos says yo Akira Phased is in the building. Oh my gosh the legend Phased Phased is in the building. Everybody round of applause for Phased. Woo Phased if you did not know draws uh amazing stuff and uh drew well he drew the art for yesterday's drop for example jre wave single number one i don't want to hear that he drew that he drew the last jbp wave he drew the last two watts waves and if you go to his instagram insta phased you will see incredible art every day shout out phased oh phased is at work shout out everybody at work it's important to be working out there. We're all working. I'm working. Hercules is working. Hercules, what are you working on? Minecraft Lego. There you go. Hercules is working on Minecraft Lego. Susie Q says, hey, Faze, your graphics are amazing because Susie Q is correct. S-Z-Q. I don't know why I call S-C-Q Susie Q. Whatever. Gadiel, bro, your channel's working so much. Dude, congrats. Yo, thank you very much, brother. Appreciate you. Yo, uh, Brutality Top says, nice. Those are cool drawings, man. Really fit with the vibe of the music from Akira. Yo, when I found Phased, it was like, holy cow. Like when you like stumble upon something that is just so your aesthetic. Like the stuff that Phased was doing was so perfectly my aesthetic. Uh, it was quite a revelation. And uh, then it was very beautiful to find out that he was a fan of JBP Wave. How about that? So, yeah, my favorite clubs are mutual appreciation clubs. Uh, it was like this with, say, Grant Morrison, who was my favorite comic book writer. And uh, I'm his favorite uh, rap musician. I'm his, well, yeah. And I'm apparently his second favorite musician ever after the Beatles. Which I find quite rude because I'm not a fan of the Beatles. Anyway, I'm like, Beatles, what? Actually, no, it's not even that. He says he has the only person who has more music of than me was the Beatles. And that might be different now because that was a couple of years ago and I've been releasing a lot of goddamn music. A lot of goddamn music. Uh, Shouts out to everybody locked in. Let's get into answering some questions. Uh, If you have questions, please leave them here in the chat. Leave your questions. We've got some questions people have been leaving in the community tab. Someone was asking about this tattoo. Um, That's upside down. Anyway, it's not Max, as someone was inquiring. It's Death's Head. There he is. That's Death's Head. He's a uh, freelance peacekeeping agent. Yes, from Marvel Comics in the 90s. You know him, Hercules. How do you know him? I just do. You just do. Yeah, anyway, he's a bad, 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 bad motherfucker, and I appreciate him. <laughs> I drew a comic of him when I was, like, 10. He doesn't exist anymore. He got killed. Anyway, my wife pointed out that, like, most of my tattoos of like, things with guns. I've got, like, a Teletubby with a gun and, like, uh, a monkey with a gun from uh, Grant Morrison's The Filth on my back. <laughs> and I have a robot with a gun. I don't know what it means. Uh, I've got a big uh, Tetsuo... Hercules says he used to love Teletubbies. Hey. Anyway, 
So yeah, that's what's up with that. Ruben Grand says, could you do Meaning Wave from older philosophers such as Nietzsche or Marcus Aurelius? Now, that's a good question. This is something I would love to do. I would love to do Meaning Wave with smart, old people. Now, this is something I was discussing with Jordan Peterson's wife, Tammy. One of the, one of the reasons making JBP Wave is uh, such a joy and was something that I was attracted to doing was oftentimes as a musician, you, you hear quotes, right? You read quotes and you want to sample them. But the person who said them is dead and there's no audio recording of them saying it. Peterson is alive and is saying eminently sampleable stuff, sampleable stuff every day. Every day. He like spits out like an hour's worth of hot bars. You know, so you could be sampling that dude all day, every day. Now, the, the great thinkers of, of yesteryear were not releasing YouTube videos every day. So therefore, that is uh, a challenge. And I've been thinking of creative ways to get around that. And I am also open to your creative ways of getting around that. And one of the things I was thinking of was hiring voice actors to read old texts, things of that nature. But um, yeah, if there's anyone out there, by the way, who has an amazing voice who fancies reading stuff like I'm, I'm down for hearing that sort of thing as well so yeah that, that's definitely something I, I want to do and definitely something that I would like to work out a cool way of doing there's just something really authentic though about like about sampling someone speaking something from the heart in the moment of, of thinking it you know and that's a difficult thing to beat for example yesterday's drop which was the JRE wave single number one I don't want to hear that. Joe Rogan, right? That was just a sample of Joe Rogan. Just a few moments from one of over a thousand podcasts he's done that are usually two or three hours long. So he's just saying something in the heat of the moment that he believes and it's just off the cuff. And uh, therefore, it's an incredibly emotional performance. And it's kind of like when you're, you're recording a rapper and you get them in the booth and you, they've never heard the beat before and you just put the beat on and they just freestyle the first thing that comes to them in the emotion of the moment. Oftentimes, that's the best thing. There's a recent example of this, which is uh, Little Uzi Vert's EXO Tour Life, which was a big hit last year. That was leaked as uh, the demo of that was released, and the demo he just recorded on the tour bus, and he just stepped into the booth off the back of a gig, hadn't heard the beat before, freestyled the first thing that came into his head, and then the recording of that was leaked, and people loved it. And a load of, the reason it was called EXO Tour Life, it wasn't even a proper title, it was just because he was on the EXO Tour. But they released a single version of it in which they'd kind of cleaned up the audio and changed a bunch of words that he'd freestyled that didn't sound like words. And he'd put some actual words in there. People didn't like it as much as, as, as the freestyle, as, as the first recording. So they ended up like taking down the polished version and putting it back up the freestyle version because it just had more emotion. It was better. Even though it didn't technically, certain words didn't make sense, it wasn't correct or whatever, it just had a better feeling. And uh, yeah. That's the case with stuff like that, like that Joe, Joe Rogan thing. You know, th there was an emotional outburst from him, and it became a wonderful song. Um, he's also very melodic, Rogan, it turns out, which is beautiful. I, and, uh, by the way, people are always going, oh, could you auto-tune Peterson? I'm like, no, I don't, I'm not interested in auto-tuning Peterson. I'm trying, trying to make, like, funny stuff here. I did, and I occasionally tune the odd word, and you wouldn't notice, and that's what I did with Rogan. Uh, get them the away from me. I actually slightly tuned that. But what's crazy about it is he was already. What was that, Hercules? Can you do the sound, the radio version? Do the radio version. If you're gonna do that song, do the radio version. Which would be get them the away from me, or get them the flip away from me. Okay. Thanks. Hercules likes that song. But like walking down the street with Hercules shouting. <laughs> Yesterday, walking down the street with Hercules, he starts shouting that at passers-by. It must be quite frightening. Um, anyway, where are we? Uh, da, 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 da. Let's look back to the chat room. We've got 42 people here. Shouts out to all of you guys. Gadiel says, I've been getting into jazz funk shit. Have you heard of Macross 82 to 99? This stuff is so good. Mutual Appreciation Club. That's my boy. I like that boy. That boy like me, I believe. Uh, I love Macross. 
82 to 99. I play him on Source Wave Radio when the time is right. He's a high-energy future funk artist. Uh, if you don't know what that is, it's a kind it's a kind of genre. It's an offshoot of vaporwave that approaches the the vaporwave idea coming from a similar place to those French touch guys, i.e. Daft Punk and people like that. So it's the sampling high-energy disco-type stuff, doing a lot of filter work. Uh, it's kind of it's dope internet generation party music. And uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of that guy. I love him. His new record's brilliant. Uh, I'm looking forward to his next thing. I think he's doing something with Flamingosis, and I love Flamingosis. I love that whole world. Uh, I'm very into filtered disco sampling. So yeah, big up all of that whole thing. Matt says, love the JRE wave drop. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate you. So he's been watching Joe Rogan podcast since that dropped. <laughs> Jamie, pull it up. Speaking of which, uh, if anyone wants to send that, if you guys want a uh, homework assignment, I would say your homework assignment is try and get that track to Rogan. Probably the best way you can tweet it to Rogan, but also treat it to J- tweet it to Jamie. A few people were already doing on that, that on my Twitter, and I thought that was dope. That seemed like a smart thing to do. So yeah, tweet it to Joe and, see, and tweet it to Jamie. Jamie's Twitter and, and Instagram it as well. Um, what was his Twitter? Yeah, I thought, well, it's at Joe Rogan, and Jamie's was at, what was it? It was, I should have looked this up before, I had written it down, never mind, Jamie Vernon, Jamie Vernon, at Jamie Vernon. So if you guys want to send the J-R-E wave track over to those guys, that would be dope. I appreciate you. Hey, thank you, David Uzo, for the super chat. Says, I find you to be the official DJ of the intellectual dark web. Would you agree? Would you mix for others in the IDW? Well, that's... Firstly, thank you. Hercules, if you're going to be noisy, could you be noisy in the vocal booth? Please. Thank you. He's doing very good playing over there, I've got to say. Uh, yeah, apparently, well, there's that intellectual dark web website, and I'm on it. <laughs> so I'm the only musician on that. So it seems I am the official DJ of the intellectual dark web, it would appear. So, I mean, if, if I am in your hearts and minds, then that, that's the thing. By the way, I can't, I'm not a massive fan of the branding, intellectual dark web. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I feel that perhaps calling oneself intellectual could be deemed as being sort of elitist or something. I don't know. Like regular people... The regular human, and I feel it's regular people who need this stuff, and like that might put them off. I don't know. And uh, dark is dark, like that's not very good persuasive branding. And dark web, like your association with that is like where people like buy children or whatever. So I don't know about that. I like the new enlightenment personally, as if you're going to do some branding about this whole thing that's going on, and all it is is basically people having conversations and talking about things and trying to elevate the species is all it is. Peterson is trying to elevate the species. All of these people, Jordan Greenhall, whatever it is, Brett Weinstein, all these people, they're just, I think they're just trying to elevate the species, right? And I think that's basically, uh, I would say that's the new enlightenment is what's going on. What's, well, it's great because it's, you know, people from very disparate backgrounds and very disparate pl- political backgrounds, whether it's right or left or whatever, and I've never considered myself either of those things, and I've always found those sorts of brackets to be problematic. And any kind of bracket can be problematic because you're instantly lumped in with a thing, and you can't, and it's difficult to get out of that. And Groucho Marx was a smart man, and he said he didn't want to be any part of any club that would have him as a member. What's up, Hercules? Hi, Scream. Hi. Hello, magic camera. Yeah. Anyway. But anyway, but at the same time, like, I can see where it's useful. And it's certainly, like, getting a lot of these voices to more people because of associations and stuff, and that's cool. But as far as, like, uh, being the official DJ of the scene, I, I probably am, and I'm down happy with that, and that's cool. And would I mix four others in the IDW? If the question is, would I play with... Hercules? Hercules? Could you talk... If you're going to talk, could you do it in the vocal booth? Otherwise, be quiet and play with your inside voice. Thank you. If that means, would you mix for others in the IDW? Do you mean, would I DJ at their shows? I would, 
like to do that, I think that would be fun. I've been trying to think of ways where we can kind of put on some shows and do things of that nature, actually. So uh, as this community grows, I kind of like the idea of of doing a festival or something and like having musicians and these people talking and kind of doing collaborations of the two. That would be dope. I like the idea of live meaning wave, right? That would be cool. I'd be like playing some music and some smart motherfucker would be talking. And you know, that's what people used to do in the sixties. That's what Jack Kurak and people used to do. They would like come on and talk over jazz musicians and stuff like, so I don't see why that shouldn't happen now. Let's do it. Let's get it done. As far as what I make meaning wave mixes of other people in the, in the IDW. Well, Rogan happened yesterday and Rogan is in the IDW according to that New York times article. Rogan is like the, um, common thread rogan you know we like i said this the other day rogan is the most influential broadcaster of the past decade and it's not even close it's not even close right rogan at this point a choice of rogan guest can change the course of history rogan can change the course of history I literally could. He could decide to have someone on tomorrow and then a million people would hear that person and had, if that person has some radical ideas, those ideas are out there now and then that's the world changed. That's, that's it. And the amount of people who now, because uh, of the, the sort of space he pioneered, he wasn't the first person to have a podcast. Like, that's obviously. But he grew this thing and this giant platform and like multi-millions of people willing to sit down and spend three hours listening to a conversation. And he will have a very open conversation with people of completely like different viewpoints and he won't not have people on because he disagrees with them and he's not going to create a combative situation where people are on the defense. He creates a situation where people feel easy and they will speak and they feel calm and they, and they can be themselves. No matter how ridiculous they are, shouts out to Tom DeLange. You know, that's amazing. So uh, that's, God, like the breadth of opinions and ideas that he's had running through there and continues to is absolutely magnificent. So shout out to him. And with regards to mixing other people, doing JBP waves or whatever of other people in the um, so-called IDW, what I'm approaching this whole genre and this whole sort of project dropping three projects a week and all that kind of thing. I'm kind of approaching it like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm thinking of it in phases. We have, a, you know, if we're going to look at it like that, Peterson was Iron Man. So we start with the Iron Man movie. And, uh, you know, then through the Iron Man movie, we start introducing other characters and then they have their own movies and then those movies spin off into other movies and those those broaden the world. And the initial world, that Iron Man world, was a lot like our own world and it's stuff we recognize and it's things we're talking about right now and so on and so forth. But as we branch out further, we introduce Guardians of the Galaxy and we go into space and now we're in space. We have the idea of space and then that means we have the idea of like aliens and that means they have the idea of celestials and then we can start talking about other things and other people. And I'm going to go close the, uh, studio, the vocal booth. Door. Hercules, I'm shutting your door. Could you go in there and Please. Yo, it's really useful to have a vocal booth that you can lock your five-year-old son in so like you don't hear him playing while you're doing Q&A live streams. It's magnificent. Anyway, as I was saying, yeah, so I'm thinking of it like that. And now we've introduced Rogan that's a bit like introducing Doctor Strange because once you've introduced Doctor Strange, that opens up a load of different corners of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. All sorts of weird stuff is possible, right? Once Rogan's in the game, loads of stuff is, is, is possible in the game. So, like, exciting times ahead in Meaning Wave world. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, yeah, so, yeah, big up, David Uzer. I hope that answers your question. SZQ, Susie Q, I don't know why I call you Susie Q, it's SZQ. Did he just lock Hercules in Narnia? I did. If you're watching this, you can see my giant golden vocal booth in the background, and it's got a big golden mirrored door, and I just locked Hercules in it with his Lego. And that's what a good father does. That's what a good father does. Speaking of fathers, Blunt Trauma says, what was your relationship with your father like? Well, that's a deep question. I don't know why my eyes glanced across that, but there you go. Well... 
my father, I still have a relationship with my father because he's alive, although I don't see him very often uh, because he lives in Wales and that's on the other side of the world and I live here and he doesn't really use the phone very much and he's not one for Skype. So I haven't actually seen him for three and a half years, nearly four years. And we don't speak a great deal, but uh, I love him and, and, and uh, he's, he's a G and I, I'm thankful for him. And very occasionally, you know, we have a little bit of communication. He's proud. He's very proud of me. And I know he's very proud of me. And that's the best thing as a son is to know your father's proud of you. It's kind of all you want from your father is your father to be proud of you. Hercules keeps pointing out to me that that's all he wants from me. What's up, Hercules? Okay, we'll get back in. Hercules. Oh, they're very cool. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, when I was a kid, it was like, I don't know. My dad was bit, was quite busy. He was working. He uh, went back to, like, he was, went back to university to get a history degree when I was quite young. So he was working a lot in that. The thing my dad really gave me, well, like, put in my life was music. He was really into music. He had a massive record collection. He had all these, like, thousands of records. And uh, he would let me play them. And he would play them to me all the time. He would have a new album that he was really into every week. I'd really look forward to getting in the car with him and whatever the album was that week, I'd get to hear it like seven times or whatever. Um, he would sometimes sit me down and explain certain songs to me and what they meant or uh, genres or whatever. I remember I remember him sitting me down, taking me up into the attic and he had this big box of, of punk seven inches and he just, like we went through all the punk seven inches and like listened to all these punk records and he told me stories about when he was a kid and those punk records were coming out and what they meant and stuff. I remember him explaining to me the significance of John Lennon's Imagine and what that meant at the time of it coming out. I remember him sitting me down and playing me all these Motown records and explaining that and stuff. So like my old man like really kind of gave me a really amazing musical education without which I would not be here doing this. And uh, so I'm very grateful to my old man for that. My old man came lived in a time when you would uh, go to the pub with the new album you bought under your arm as like like a badge of honor or like a weapon or a, or a display of some kind to impress your uh, friends and enemies and that that was his thing that's what music was when he was he was young and he always wanted to be in a band and stuff like that but it didn't really happen for whatever reason you know he was a young working class guy in Birmingham and. He had kids pretty early, and then he had to provide for his family. So that's what he did. So I'm kind of doing a lot of stuff that he always wanted to do, and that's dope. And that's kind of an amazing thing. That's what, that's the generational thing, right? It's like each generation you want it to be better than the last one. And I know Hercules' life is already way better than mine was, and his opportunities are going to be way greater than mine were, and his chances to be the very best version of him are, are super high already, and that's dope. And his, his kids even more so. So, yeah. So, anyway, big up my dad. I love my dad. Big up all the dads. Like, my dad didn't, like, leave. Like, he was there the whole time I was there. Like, uh, shouts out to all the dads who don't leave, even if they want to. <laughs> uh, shouts out all the dads that uh, put up with their little Hercules playing noisily while they're doing Q&As. Yeah. Anyway, don't don't stop making me get emotional in here. Piotr Michael says Joe Rogan is rather like Doctor Manhattan than Doctor Strange. Do you think? In that he's a large, muscular, blue man. <laughs> this is Bruce Alatos, twenty-seven. Right, that's what I thought. A lot of people, by the way, thought that Rogan was Thanos in the thumbnail for the JRE Wave one single artwork, and I did love that. I like the idea of uh, Rogan also being Thanos. It's quite funny. It does look like him. Sean Byrne says, hi, Hercules. Supersonic Guru says, hello, young one. What up? Hercules, you got anything to say to anybody? Thank you. Come over here and say it. You have to talk right into the microphone. Thank you. Yeah, there you go. What's going on, Herc? What have you learned today? That don't eat many, too many treats. Don't eat too many treats. Hey, what happened to us on the train, Hercules? A weird angel just came and talked to me. That's right. Um, 
She was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she was. All right, can you get down? This chair's breaking. Go okay. wash, your, wash your face. You've got chocolate all over you. Get out of it. Go play. Actually, yeah, we had a fun train journey. We got, uh, we got approached by a fan who was like, oh, my God, you two are famous. Look, it's Hercules and Akira. And he, he um, said he'd listened to JRE, the JRE track four times today already, which was dope. And uh, then it turned out he was a sound engineer, and he was off to do sound at a club that I DJ at, and he had no idea I'd ever DJed there. So what a tiny world. And then a crazy person fell upon Hercules on the train and, uh, and she, you, know, you know, just really crazy but nice crazy people. She was a nice crazy person. And Hercules thought perhaps she was an angel of some kind. And maybe she was. Anyway, so it's a magical world out there. David Uzor says, da, 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 da. like, would you mix samples for them in the lovely way you do? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, like I said, there's, I have a list of over 100 humans that I want to sample in this stuff. What I've realized is I have, what I, what I, that this is an opportunity for me to treat every person with a good idea as an amazing vocalist that I can get in the studio and work with. So that's it. And actually we're now also expanding to the point where I'm in touch with some of these people and some of these people are currently recording things for me specifically to use and make records with. Um, Yo, Herc, can you go in the booth and do that, if you're going to be noisy? I, I've told you once, don't make me get mad. Yeah, my old man used to do this super, this death stare thing. If, you do, if I was, like, annoying him or whatever, he, he had this look. He would just drop this look, and that, that would just wither your soul, that look. That's a, my God. Anyway, uh... Four of nine two zero 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 says, "How is collaborating with Internet Historian?" Well, yeah. Speaking of which, that's something that's going on right now. A man like Internet Historian is recording some stuff specially to make a record with, so that's exciting. And yeah, he's a, he's he's a he's a bad 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 motherfucker. That guy, he's out there changing the world and being useful in his own special way, and that's dope. Brutalitop says, I, Akira, I've got to dip and keep working on chemistry school. Never work stops. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Well, good for you. Go forth and be mighty. Smash that chemistry stuff. Proud of you. Uh, yeah. Brutalitop said, Joe has been able to take podcasts and general discussion to a level where it became very, very mainstream to do podcasts. Now it's weird if someone doesn't have a podcast, even if they're somewhat known. Exactly. I got into Joey Diaz through Rogan. Joey Diaz wouldn't have a podcast if it wasn't for Rogan. Joey Diaz would probably be back in jail or something if it wasn't for Rogan. Like, Rogan showed Joey a way to get money and get his audience and get himself in front of people who would appreciate him. Joey Diaz always reminded me of Big Nasty. Big Nasty is the funniest person I've ever seen in real life. Joe, like... Nasty, like would just walk in a room and you just and just make you piss yourself immediately. He's just the like most most naturally funny guy, and uh, Joey Diaz is like that. And uh, Big Nasty, I showed him how to use Twitter. He he dropped. He was very sweetly. He did a. If you don't know who he is, by the way, he's a really big UK rap and entertainment star, and he's really big now. I've been friends with him for a long time, and he wasn't big back in the day. Like I first met him, he came to sell me weed in in a recording studio. And then we did a song together that day because he was like, yo, listen to me spit because I'm funky. And then he rapped to me and he was really good and I really liked him. And we became friends and made lots of music together. And he did a, an Instagram thing recently and, and said that he wouldn't be where he is now if it wasn't for me showing him how to use Twitter and Instagram and giving him the knowledge to be able to build a platform for himself, which was A, very sweet of him, but B, really like proves a point with regards to that sort of thing and the, the power of these of knowledge and these platforms. And Rogan did that for Diaz. Rogan showed Diaz a way that he could get himself an audience. And Diaz this week is shooting his Netflix special. None of that would be possible if it wasn't for the the podcast that Joey Diaz does that he does because, does because Rogan told him to, basically, or showed him how to. And that's just a magical thing. It's a magical, magical, magical thing. It is as I keep saying, the best time to be alive in recorded human history. There's so much opportunity and there's so much potential for everybody to go out there and be the best version of them.
Graham Steer says, what's harder, clipping the audio or making the music? Uh, I don't know. They both have their challenges. I've been making music professionally full-time since 2004. And every day it's still hard and I'm still learning new techniques and still trying to work out things and still, still trying to make it as good as it is in my head. And uh, that's, maybe that's a never-ending quest. And that, I hope so. I always fear that I think pla- the death is plateau, right? Death is when it's suddenly everything's the same or suddenly you have all the answers. I think that might be death. So music is always hard. It's, 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 the thing with music, I always find it's like you have this brilliant idea and you start and it's fun. And then it becomes difficult and then it's really annoying because it's not what you want it to be. And then suddenly it hits this thing and it suddenly is where it's in the area you want it to be and then it's joyful and wonderful. It's always like that. And then as far as the whole uh, audio side of things, taking the the speaking, that is uh, just really hard. (laughs) But it depends because it's like sometimes it's hard because you'll just be hours and hours trying to find the right thing, the right bit of audio. And then sometimes you've got the right audio and it's, but then editing is difficult because the sound quality is bad or like the person's not a good speaker. Sometimes that you have those issues or I don't know. The Rogan one was really easy. It was like the perfect bit of audio and uh, his voice quality was perfect and the uh, speaking was perfect. What's that Hercules? Don't whisper to me, tell the people. You're beautiful. Oh, that's really nice. Damn, Herky, I've got a little tear in my eye. Wow, so there you go, message from Hercules. <laughs> CZQ wants a Discord. Gadiel Ramas wants a Discord. Yes, do you know what? I set up a Discord. Like I said, I was saying this last week, it just seems very complicated. I don't know what to do with it. Fine, what I'm going to do is uh, find some time within the next 24 hours. I always have to set these ridiculous goals and targets otherwise things don't get done so here you go within the next 24 hours i'm just going to make it live and invite you to it and then we we can all come in and build it together how about that by the way uh i've been listening to your requests for merch and there's new merch in the merch store akiradadon.com slash shop uh you can get posters now uh we're starting to make the wave art available as t-shirts and posters and things uh like uh, I've been speaking with FaZe and Aldous about that. They're up for it. So anything you buy that's got their artwork on it, 50% of the money goes to them uh, as a way of getting money to them. Because like, they've been, they haven't been getting money for this stuff, by the way. All these artists, they just like do it. Because like, it's not like I'm making a goddamn fortune off this stuff yet. Um, but uh, that's coming and that's dope. And uh, between all of these little things, it's like, you know, we're alive. Hercules has got food in his belly. And that's a beautiful thing. So anyway, yeah, uh, com slash shop. And if you want to get anything today, you can use the, because you're here. Your lunchbox is in the fridge, little dude. You can get 10% off everything if you put in the code AskAkira June 6. That's for you guys, because you're here and I appreciate you. Uh, so yeah. Graham Sears says, do you find audio first and build the music around it? Or do you make music and dub audio to match? Uh, sometimes I find the audio and I build music around it. Sometimes I have audio and I take a piss and then I go, oh, I've already got this track I made that's perfect for that. And then I edit it a bit. I change it a bit to fit that. Uh, oh, God. You, Hercules, I'm doing this. You've got to wait a minute. Okay? Just clench and wait. And yeah, so it's either or. It's different ways of, like, it just depends on the piece. Sometimes I'll be making a piece of music and uh, I'll have on a a stream of someone talking at the same time and they'll say something that fits perfectly and then I'll work around that. Yeah, all of it. Ellie Fish says, yo, Herc's hair is dope. How'd you get into philosophy? What do you mean, how dare you? They said your hair is dope. Yeah, he's happy now. Well, I don't know how those two are connected, but either way, uh, I don't know about how I got into philosophy. I've always been interested in people and ideas and stuff, and I've always read a lot. Shouts out to my mum, who had me reading very early, um, and I've always read a lot. So, yeah. And I always like listening to 
that was part of the whole thing with my dad of music, but we also used to listen to a lot of like audio books and things as well. So I don't know, I've always been interested in ideas and things. And I've always read and I've always written. You know, I used to be a I used to write a lot. I used to be a professional. I used to be a music journalist. I used to write a lot. So yeah, I've always been interested. Sir Peppers. The JBP wave seems to be cut into threes. Since the latter three feel different from the former three. Are you doing a whole Resi Evil thing? <laughs> I d well, like I was saying, I, this hasn't been... It's like, I do tend to think of things in trilogies. Because, like, I think life works in that way. Like, every life is like a three-act play. And then everything's microcosms of that. And so, like, everything works in that beginning, middle, end, whatever. Um... Birth, school, death. <laughs> birth, what is it? Birth, work, death, whatever. So I think things naturally kind of work in those sorts of ways. I don't overthink these things. I, but uh, I do, I do, you know, pay attention to what I'm doing, and I do have sl sort of a plan. And um, yeah, you're you're right to notice that that does seem to be the the, the case. Uh, sorry, I'm completely losing track of all questions here, and uh, there's a lot. Uh, yeah, anyway. Bishop Rakicot said early on, I love your style. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Ghost Hermit said, yes, I made it. Hi, big up Ghost Hermit. I appreciate you. You seem sad that you missed it last week, and I'm glad you didn't miss it this week. Sizzy Q, would it be possible to do a list of actual tracks in use on the stream and ones that were in use in the past in some Google Docs or something? Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't even know how I would possibly do that. Hercules. Shush. We're talking. How do you open that? I'll bring it here. You can't open his lunch. I feel like a terrible father now. He's been lying there, unable to open his lunchbox for five minutes. Hey, Herky. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. You're welcome, son. I, I, I adore you. Yeah. Uh, 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 oh. Okay, so a, a, use of, a list of tracks that are on the stream, Sourcewave Radio stream. I honestly don't know how I would do that. Shush. It's not. Eat it. Yeah, I don't know how I would do that. If you know how I would do that, tell me and I'll try and do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nicky Johnson, have you talked to Dr. Peterson at all? And do you know if he's listened to JBP Wave? If so, what does he think? And what was he like to talk to? Uh, he's. We've not spoken in person. We've spoken on email. I've spoken to his wife in person. Um... They invited me down to the Orpheum, which is just around the corner from the studio when they were there. Uh, but I didn't hang around to meet him because he, he had all these people to talk to. And I don't know. I know what those situations are like from doing them myself. And uh, it can be, you know, just loads of people trying to talk to you. So I, I know I'll, sp I'll see him at some point in a, in a more civilized setting. So that's fine. Uh, he's very nice at email. Uh, he loves what I'm doing. He finds it very surreal, which I'm sure I would, anyone would. But yeah, he's into it. He appreciates it. Uh, he likes it. And uh, he's... So that's cool. Yeah. And he seems really nice. And I'm amazed that uh, he does as much as in the way of emailing and stuff as he does. It's bizarre. Imagine I like... Where's my email thing? Box. List. And I'm me. <laughs> All right. So I don't know if you can see that on the screen. But it says that I've got 1,986 unread emails. Uh, God knows how many Dr. Peterson has. But it's going to be a lot. Right. Sir Peppers, what compelled you to use Japan in your newer JBP waves? Love Japan. That's, that's what compelled me. I love Japan's music. He has an incredible ear for samples. And, he, and he's really good at like, using a sample and uh, not overproducing it. He'll, you know, just allowing it to breathe, but then looping it or whatever enough times that it evokes this incredible thing. I just love that guy's work. He's brilliant. So I've been using him a lot recently, and it just fits the the vibe that I've been going for in that recent stuff. And you know that changes all the time. Yeah, that's fine, Hercules. Jetpack forty two says you're a smart dude. Put out a Kira wave with some thoughts, my man. <laughs> it really made me laugh one time early on in the in the wave thing. Someone saw an interview with me, and they were like, "Oh my god, you should sample yourself and do an Akira wave." It's like, yes, that's kind of what it, what records with me rapping on are. But I have, obviously I hadn't released a record with me rapping or whatever in a while. 
I still haven't, but I did release a single recent couple. I've got a new single. It's called The Golden Age. If you've not heard that, go check it out. I'm sort of singing on it, so it's not a wave. But it's dope, and you should check it out. But yeah, there will there will be me, more me over music. That will be coming up. Don't worry about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me check back in the... Uh, I need to be answering more questions. We're running out of time. We've only got 20 minutes. 19 minutes left. Josh, Bear Bones, Bear Clark says, how do the licensing laws work around with your music and others like it? Well... Uh, that's a very complicated question. But basically, the way I approach it is this. If I'm remixing something uh, on YouTube and reconstructing it, I consider it to be fair use. So if I'm taking something, putting it in a new context and making something new out of it, I consider that to be fair use, which is why I think it's fine for me to put it on YouTube. And then as far as putting things on other platforms, I like to get the permission of the people. So that's why everything isn't on Spotify. Things are on Spotify if I've got in touch with the person and asked their permission. So that's usually the case. That's the case there. Uh, for example, uh, Naval, I've been in touch with, and he's given me his permission to use his stuff on Spotify. So Naval's stuff is going to be on Spotify. Uh, I want. I'm going to try and get in touch with Rogan so I can get his permission to put the Rogan stuff on Spotify. And yeah, so that's what's up with that. That's just a whole big thing in itself is getting fine, getting hold of people and stuff. But anyway, yeah. Could you do a Meaning Wave album of Joseph Campbell's The Power of Myth? I know it would be awesome. Guess what? You're not alone in requiring this. Guess what? It's on my list. Guess what? It's really high on my list. Guess what? The amount of people asking me for that per day at the moment is, is staggering. It's very interesting, right? Because I sit here and I, I'm getting hundreds and hundreds of comments every day. And you start seeing common themes and ideas and things that people want come in waves. It's really weird. There was a period where I was getting like hundreds of people a day asking for Alan Watts. And then, then some days I'll be getting hundreds of people a day asking for whoever else. Right now I'm getting hundreds of people asking for Joseph Campbell. I wonder why. Why are people suddenly interested in Joseph Campbell? Is it because Star Wars is back out there in the, in the public consciousness, maybe? I hate that. Hercules just said, I hate that. He's talking about Solo. Hercules is not impressed with Solo. Just the posters and the trailer. He hasn't seen it. Anyway. Uh, Ambassador Yi says, I'll be at work. This was left on the comment community tab. I'll be at work so I can watch, can't watch live. So this is why I'm going to answer for you now. How do you feel about Future Funk? Do you like it? If so, have you ever thought about mixing it? I discovered it only very recently. Well, we actually answered that a bit earlier, didn't we? We were talking about Macross. I am a big fan of Future Funk. I love it. Uh, I've actually done Future Funk mixes previously. I play it in my live sets quite a bit. And I've played it on Sourcewave. I might do a full-length Future Funk mix with someone. That's a good idea. I should do that. So, yes. Big up all the Future Funk producers out there. I love what you're doing. It's dope and interesting genre. Nikki Johnson, I already answered your question. I need to get a better system of answering these questions. It's a big mess right now. I apologize. It's the ability to simplify without dumbing down and expand when you're able to that makes someone a fantastic teacher, lecturer, says Brutalitops. I agree. Genius might be the art of making something profound seem simple. And uh, who said something like that? And someone also said something like along the lines of the ideas of an intellectualist, someone who takes uh, a simple idea and makes it seem complicated, <laughs> uh, which is amusing. Bunch of people who want a Discord, big up. Blunt Trauma says, thanks for answering. Thank you for being here, Blunt Trauma. I appreciate you. You're like, I see you all over the place. You've been supporting from early. I appreciate you, all you early guys. I love you guys. I love all you guys. I'm very, very, very appreciative. Oh, yeah, someone asked. Here you go. Someone said, and I think it's, it's a good question or a good point, and it was nice. Um, how do you stay so humble, was it? Yeah. Brasscast said, how do you manage to stay so humble always? Well, it's because... Um, I just appreciate this thing. I appreciate all of you being here. You don't have to be here. There's a million things you could be listening to. There's a, like you're all here at this chat right now. You could be a billion, doing a billion things, listening to a billion people, and you're here with me, and we're here together. Well done, Hercules, and I appreciate that. I'm just really appreciative of that. So how could I not be humble? 
you know, I've I've been doing this thing a long time. I've seen, I've seen th nations rise and fall, and uh, you know, I'm just very appreciative to be here and to be able to be here and to be able to exist. I've seen in my career time, I've seen people that I know become huge, like arena level huge, and then lose everything, and now they have nothing and they have no career, like nothing. Like I've seen that. I'm here. I can do this. I found a way of being able to stay uh, doing what I love. And there's been peaks and troughs and all that sort of thing. And, I, and um, so I'm just very grateful always. I'm grateful to every single person, every single comment. Like every, every person who sends a dollar via Bandcamp or every person who buys a, a discography. You know what? It's such a big deal to my family when someone does that. It's insane. You have no idea like what it means and uh, and what the difference it makes is ridiculous <laughs> so you know i'm just really really appreciative and i got look i got a little tear in my eye right now so like thank you guys basically um it's really amazing like i said this last week but it's like we're at this point in human history where i'm able to support my family by making music and and doing this stuff and that's never been possible in human history before. And one of the reasons that's possible is uh, the this this system of capitalism that we have, and we're so quick to scream about and moan about and everything. But like this system that we have, it's not perfect, but it's enabling a prosperity hitherto seen by our species. So we should be at least grateful for that. And I am incredibly grateful for that. And uh, my family is incredibly grateful for that. So, yeah. Crafty Craft says, will we have these every week? So far, I have caught both and I intend to catch them all. Yeah, I think I would like... I think if you guys want this every week, I think we could do this every week. Like I was saying, I was previously, I was like dropping on the stream more than I've been able to recently. And I really like hanging out with you guys and talking. Uh, so I think maybe a, a thing that's scheduled and has like a time when you can expect it uh to do this is a good idea and also i'm going to start making these available as a podcast so we can just listen back to them whenever you want so i think that's a good idea phase says i haven't bought anything yet but since i heard your first jbp wave i knew i wanted to support you and somehow which is why i'm happy to help you out with some art you beautiful man phase and look what's happened right you your art has made this thing like so much better like, it was cool, right, what I was doing. I was doing all the art myself. I was doing everything myself, right? And now I've got, I've got some really great artists who, who are bringing, just, who, who are just making the thing immeasurably better. It's so much better to me. It's such a, such a grand experience. I'm very grateful. Twice Mono says, do it like the K-pop stars on VLive. I, really, I need to look into VLive, don't I? Someone, someone send me a link. Of something I can check out. Uh, Akira the Don at gmail.com. Ellie Fish says, appreciate you ATD in space. I appreciate you. Yo. Uh, Susan Q says, thanks for such interactive communication. Well, you know, like I said, I appreciate the hell out of you. Sir Peppers says, do you know of everything? A game that has an Alan Watts commentary talking about the universe. No, that sounds sick. Someone send me a link. Uh, Vedic says, I think it might be because Young is hard to get into and Campbell is a nice intro. Well, yeah, this all works like I was saying, like the, the cinematic universe way of looking at it is where the way I'm trying to put these things across is uh, introduce thing, explain one thing, then you can introduce another thing and you don't have to go s as deep on, a, on the origin story because part of it's already been explained. So that's dope. And uh, as far as Young is concerned, I'm looking forward to the Young stuff. That's, that's definitely happening. So there. Uh, what are the top waves incoming on your list, says Jetpack42. Well, you know I don't like to give too much away in advance. But I'll give you a couple that are coming up in the next, like, immediate future. In the immediate future, you can look forward to Mr. Rogers. Hey, Hercules, do you want to sing the song? The, Mr. The, the neighborhood song. Well, if you do, the microphone's here. Come on, come and sing. It's good. We've got Hercules on a track. No. Oh, you, you're shy now. Mm. Anyway, whatever. So we've got Mr. Rogers coming up. I'll do it. All right. 
Here comes Hercules, here comes Hercules, here comes Hercules. Woo, 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 woo. Your microphone's over here. A beautiful day in the neighbourhood. A beautiful day in the neighbourhood. Hooray, hooray. Beautiful day in the neighbourhood. Hooray, hooray. Hooray, hooray. Beautiful day in the neighbourhood. Hooray, hooray. Beautiful day in the neighbourhood. Hooray, hooray. Yeah! Yeah, there you go. Hercules added the hooray bit himself. I didn't script that. No one told him to do that. He added that. So, yeah, Roger's Wave, incoming, featuring Hercules on vocals. It's going to be dope. And uh, we've also got some Terence McKenna coming up. Oh, and the chat room's going crazy. Chat room's going crazy. See all these messages, Hercules? That's people applauding you. There's some clapping hands. Mr. Pickle says, Herc Wave. Yassine says, beautiful. Herc Wave. Yeah, Herc Wave. He's really excited about Herkwave. <laughs> Crafty Craft says, give the little guy a big hug for us. Goes Termit says, so cute, awesome vocals. Uh, yeah. Vedic says, that is what, adorable child. He's very cute. Community Q says, fire. Yeah, so they're feeling you, Hercules. So yeah, there's a couple things coming up in the immediate future. We got, uh, Mr. Rog- we got some Rogers, a.k.a. Neighbor Wave. Get it? Yeah. Neighbor Wave. Uh, Neighbor Wave featuring Hercules, the Don. And uh, we've got some Terrence McKenna coming up, and that's uh, super dope. Brian West has done the art for that. It's amazing and very trippy. Um, so, yeah, that's some cool shit. And uh, we've got eight minutes left, gang. We've got eight minutes remaining. And then, I'm, and then you're going to be done. And then I'm going to be done, and then you can go to the toilet. That's right, Hercules. Yeah, because I really need it, and I'm about to pee right now. Well, you better not pee right now. All right, you'll be cool. Um, all right, so where were we at? Yeah, any super important questions, hit me now. If you ask them earlier, I can't, like, I don't know. I can't see them because, like, there's a big messy stream. This is where Super Chat is actually useful because, like, I, it just puts the Super Chat in a box underneath the screen for me. I can actually see the thing. Nathan St. Marie says, two questions. Clearly, you love music. Why is that? Clearly, you love music. Why is that? From a person who appreciates music to another, why personally do you love music? Well, that's a good question. And maybe maybe it was answered in part by the question about my father earlier, but my father instilled in me a great love of music from very early. Hug, shush. Shush. Uh, my father instilled in me a great love of music from early, or maybe he just, maybe I, I inherited one genetically, or I don't know, but uh, there was always music around when I was small, and, and I loved it. Apparently, I used to kick along to Adam and the Ants in my mum's tummy when they used to play Adam and the Ants. I used to really like the double drummer thing. They went to see Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers when she was pregnant. Apparently, I really, like, dug that. Camera's up there, Hook. If you want to show me your Lego. Uh, so I just always have. I always have. I don't know why, but I have. And uh, that's just the truth of my life. Is music is, is the sort of foundation of it and the foundation of my love of it. Do you read literature? If so, what would you recommend for a high school graduate to read in order to explore oneself? Thanks for considering and keep making music. I have enjoyed all of what you've put up on YouTube. Yeah, thank you, brother. Well, um, high school graduate. When I was, let's see, I, I left school uh, when I was 16, so... Is high school like 16 to 18? So I don't know. But um, when I was like, when I just when I'd left school, when I was around 16, the books I was reading, which like were kind of important and helped me in various ways, were, um, what was I reading? I was reading a lot of Martin Amos. Martin Amos, Dead Babies and the Rachel Papers. And they're good because like they're about people of that age going out into the world and kind of exploring themselves. So they're useful because you can apply them to yourself at that point. And he's kind of, you know, a deep thinker. Um, Me? No, Martin Amos. So those books I find useful. Train Spotting by Irvin Welsh. Similarly. Um, I don't know if you would consider that literature. I did. Um, what else was I reading? There? Stephen Fry's The Liar. I found around that point of my life useful. Um, Hunter S. Thompson's <laughs> Hunter S. Thompson's The Rum Diary, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, The Great Shark Hunt. I was reading all those at that time. They were also very useful for good or ill. 
I posted a picture of myself on Instagram the other day. You might have seen aged 17. It's really frightening because I look like a goddamn baby, and I was, but I was out there in the world, living on my own, running around, causing all sorts of trouble, getting involved in all sorts of ridiculous situations. And and, and at that point, my hero was Hunter S. Thompson, and I was kind of modeling my life after him. And so I was, I was a young musician and gonzo music journalist, creating terrible situations and running around with, like, yeah, anyway. We'll get into that more at a later date. We only have a few minutes left. And um, that's all a very deep story. So we can talk about that another time. Anyway, thank you, Nathan St. Marie. I'm glad you're here, and thank you for your questions. Ruben Grand says, I can recommend Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. It's a good book if you're interested in Stoic philosophy. Thanks. Maybe this is why the Discord will be really good, because you can leave stuff like this in like a hashtag group that's like literature. Oh, yeah, all right. We're going to get the disc. Like I said, we're going to get the Discord popping within 24 hours. So Peppers, non-business email. Who are you talking to? Me? Uh, AkiraTheDon at gmail.com. AkiraTheDon at gmail.com. There's a good email. Uh, so there you go. Twice Mono says, why G-Dragon? Well, why the hell not G-Dragon? What are you doing, Herc? You trying to take a photo? Okay, here you go. Uh, G-Dragon's, G-Dragon, he's, you know, he's, he's like our generation's Michael Jackson. That's why. That's why G-Dragon. He's a goddamn G. Raven Wolfgang, big up. I truly enjoy your music with Jordan Peterson. Thank you. I'm glad you do. I'm glad it's useful. KGS, Trump Wave. Yo, shouts out to Mike Diva. If you've, if he made the first Trump Wave. It already exists. It's perfect. If you've not seen Mike Diva's Trump 2016 campaign video, just Google that. Look it up. It's one of the greatest works of art of the uh, last century. Uh, three minutes remaining. Three minutes remaining. Ruben Grands said, already asked, just want to make sure it gets seen. What did you ask? Um, I can't see the question. Yeah, it's, it's a mess in here. Another funky gamer, Akira the Dawn. It was late to this, but I watched back. Keep it up, dude. I got you, I got you, I got you. Uh, Monkey Magic Wave says, twice mono. I have a song called Monkey Magic, by the way. You can listen to that on my Spotify. Something with Sad Guru could be awesome. You don't say. Oh, could Sad Guru possibly be on the list? Hmm, I wonder. Jay Dutch, thank you for the super chat. Are you a listener of Dan Carlin? Carlin Wave would be awesome. Even though he's not internet, I feel like he's part of the intellectual dark web. Yes, I would agree with that last statement. I would also say that uh, he is on my list. Um... I like people who aren't on the internet, and I like doing people that you wouldn't have necessarily expected. And, uh, yeah, so basically... Don't whisper to me while I'm talking to people, Hercules is rude. That's a way, surefire way of disrupting conversations. Like, that's what drunk chicks do at parties. That's just rude. Now... So, yes, basically. Yazine, PewDiePie. Hmm, PewDiePie. I sampled PewDiePie on uh, Lo-Fi Summer which dropped this week, in the past week. Feels like a long time ago, but it did. Uh, that also had some of my favorite, one of my favorite humans, uh, Review Bra. You are one of my favorite humans, yes, Hercules. I also sampled some Review Bra on there. I would like to take this opportunity to uh, congratulate Review Bra on hitting a million subs this week. And if you don't know Review Bra, you should. He's a G. Makes me happy. Uh, he reviews. Fa- he just remaining. reviews. You're right, Hercules. It's one minute remaining. One minute remaining. Sheila Ferreira says George Carlin too. Yo, obviously. Damn, obviously. Holy shit. Uh, I love George Carlin. Time obviously. Out. I'm kind of glad George Carlin time isn't around. Out. It's not time over yet. A minute is a go. Sit over there for the last minute. You. No. Yes. Go. Go. I will summon you back in a minute. You like people seeing you, says Hercules. Yeah, I, I think they like seeing you too. And they like seeing this Lego kid that you've put in front of the camera. Yo, yeah, George, imagine George Carlin was alive now to witness the lunacy that is, we're currently witnessing in the sort of death throes of the new, the, late, the most recent era of political correctness. I think it's the death throes now. Because, yeah, like, okay. I think it is because um, people have, like, regular people have just started getting sick of it. When regular people start getting sick of things, it's like your fucking your stick is up, dude. Like, you've you've shown yourself as being far too ridiculous. What was the thing? I think I was saying I was talking with Charlotte about this last night. I think it was when people said that T pose the T pose was a Nazi thing or something. That was 
just too much for a lot of people, frankly. Took it too far. With that one, you just went too far. Anyway, Hercules, get out of the way. All right, it's 2 p.m. We've been doing this for an hour. It's been very enjoyable. Uh, apologies to everyone who's com whose question I didn't get to. Uh, we'll do it next week. How about that? We'll do it next week. I'm going to work out of uh, live view Wednesdays or Thursdays that we do this. But uh, I think 1 p.m. PST is a good time. It works for me. It works for Hercules. Uh, Sorry for the Lego characters in the, ba in the background, everyone. It's just that I like the screen to be decorated because I thought you might like it. Yeah, well, I think it looks dope, Hercules. I think they all like it. AFB Skate Shop says thank you. Shouts out to AF ABF Skate Shop. ABF Skate Shop is putting out a lot of quality content out there on Instagram and uh, using a lot of my music in it. And I think that's dope. I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate seeing kids skateboarding to my music. I think that's really cool. David Uzor says, see you guys tonight on the Discord. Yeah, we're going to get that shit cracking. Lauren Ipsen, bye, Akira. Ghost time. It says, Hercules, what do you want to be when you get older? Ooh, that's a good question. Hercules, what do you want to be when you get older? Skydiver. And a DJ. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Hercules says he wants to be a skydiver and a DJ. I love everyone on the chat room, so I'll see you guys later. Bye. Hey. Well, on that bombshell, what could, what could be a more beautiful statement? Uh, thank you, guys. We're going to switch off the stream here, and we're going to restart it on the other side. Sourcewave Radio will be back. The best lo-fi radio on YouTube will be back in your ears, like, in a minute. All right. Thank you for being here. I'll see you all.